2: It's amazing to think that all you have to do is rotate an animal 90 degrees and I would absolutely shit a brick.
3: <laughs> to be fair, that's happened to me. I was, um, I was walking through a field once, a uh, field of cows, Um, for some reason... They stand up on their hind legs and squirt milk out of you. <laughs> and did you knock one out with
2: one punch? <laughs>
4: Hola, ni hao, bonjour, and uh, hello to you beautiful listeners out there. Welcome to GOATS, the podcast where three white guys attempt to crown the best things on God's own green earth. I'm white guy number one, otherwise known as Vinny, and I'm joined by my two other white guy friends, Michael and Sebek. How the hell are my white guy friends doing today?
2: I'm good actually. I'm
3: very well. I've got a mental story, can I tell it?
2: Yes. yes. What
3: happened to me this week? Go. Right. You honestly you're not gonna believe this, so I'm riding home on my quad bike from work.
2: Your quad bike?
3: Honest like what you ride in like a field. Anyway, a police officer pulls me over, I'm thinking shit, I'm screwed it. Maybe I was going too fast. He comes up behind me, he taps me on shoulder, he goes, Oi son, we've just found your stolen laptop Relief. Then and this is where it gets really crazy. I'm I'm talking to this Bobby, right? All of a sudden, a tractor flies <laughs> over the head because we're like we're like on the road and there's some fields next to us. A tractor flies off, does a backflip, lands in the middle of the road, and just smashes to pieces. Oh my God! I know. We go over thinking, "Oh my God, this guy's dead." Guess who was driving it? It wasn't Gandalf. A gay frog
4: was a gay frog.
3: <laughs> the copper looks at me, he's like, I don't know nothing about first aid, mate, I've got no clue. I said, don't worry, I'm an amateur boxer. I've sparked bare people out, and I know how to get them back up again. So, slap this frog about a bit, get him up, go, what the fuck's going on? What What happened? Why did you do a triple backflip? This is where it gets really crazy. Seriously, this is, you're not going to do this, right? He says he's plowing his field, all of a sudden he sees a fella In a poncho with a briefcase in the middle of his field. He shits a brick, (laughs) flies over a hedge, smashes into the A30. Here we are. Anyway, me and this copper, we clean up all the mess, blah, blah, blah. I go home. He slaps me on the arse. He goes, off you go, son. Get home. this is the real crazy bit. You are not going to believe this, right? (laughs) (laughs) But I won't. (laughs) Oh, no. I was looking on the internet. Turns out, fellow in the poncho. It was only a fucking ghost. You didn't even need to dodge out of the way; could have just gone straight through him. Holy shit, dude! Mental, innit? it? That is mental, innit? it? I bet someone came
4: knocking at your door for a delivery, and you were naked as well, and they took a picture. Nah, that would be <laughs> too silly. Of your naked
3: pod? Nah, would just be too crazy. But yeah, so that was um that was my night last night, really. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's crazy I know. Crazy, isn't it?
2: What an unbelievable and an original night. I know. <laughs> What an unbelievable set of events to take place. Absolutely
3: (laughs) insane. Like, honestly, when I found out this geezer was a ghost, I was like, fucking hell, really? You just don't hear about it, do you? Ghosts and that. Mental.
4: Anyway, anyway, enough reminiscing on the past. I've always been quite fascinated with the unknown. Ghouls, ghosts, goblins, Bush doing 9-11, flying saucers, (laughs) the mystery of Michael's disappearing hairline. (laughs) 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 <laughs> mate, this is <just> wrecked.
2: <laughs> He's absolutely done me. Mate. mate. That came out of no High nowhere.
4: High five.
3: That was a swish.
4: Although, if you thought about most of these things for about five seconds, the illusion does tend to go away. But they're still very fun to think and talk about, nonetheless. Tonight, we will be discussing one of these mysterious figments of a bored yet dedicated person's mind. We will be looking to crown the greatest cryptid of all time. For those not in the know, a cryptid is an animal whose existence is disputed or unsubstantiated.
3: It's like Bigfoot and shit, innit? not it?
4: Yeah, wh- yeah, whether it's a blurry photo of a man <laughs> in an ape costume walking about, a la Bigfoot, or a Central American farmer looking to blame the mysterious killings of his livestock on a mysterious creature which attacks in the night and feeds on the blood of the innocents when he probably just had a few too many drinks the night before previous and confused one of his sheep for a doner kebab in his drunken haze, Allah <laughs> the chupacabra. <laughs> 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 that's it, that's all I've got written down. Sweet. That's it. <laughs> Who wants right? to go first? Me. Cool, Zebek is going first.
1: Ooh! A
3: bit Michael looks a I'm bit, bit taken stern, about. wasn't it? Oh, me, 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 sir, hand up, me please, me, sir. So, so I've got the answer. Please ask me. Right,
2: do you know what it is? I just wanted to go first because I wanted to. It was all fresh in my brain. Now that does sound like I just finished writing this before we start recording. Right, and I did. Sweet,
3: no worries, mate. You go first because I wrote mine last night. So, got that buffer.
2: We keep going on about. We're really taking advantage yeah. of that. Fucking out, you, boy. So. Let's be real. As I've alluded to before on this show, my upbringing was, shall we say, non-traditional. Although my parents would say it was very traditional, they would say that with a sort of twinkle in their eyes, in like, it was traditional in the sense of what people believed before Christianity. It was all very pagan and spiritual. And because of that, along with a lot of meditation and lentils, came the acceptance that things you might think of as folklore or fairy tales might be real. Now, I have developed more of a sceptic view on these things recently. But it has to be said, it doesn't take much for my brain to flick back into that I'll believe anything kind of mode. Not I'll believe... Like, you couldn't, like, touch me and say it was a ghost. I'm not saying that. But, like...
3: But you do believe in ghosts.
2: But... Well, I don't believe in (laughs) ghosts, but I allow... For the possibility that they could exist. Do you know what I'm saying? It's fun to,
4: yeah, to not think about them too much kind of thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, if we were out in the woods and you said, I think I've just seen a wolf, I might get a bit spooked. I am absolute bait for going for a walk at night with. Like, that is just my fucking, like... And Michael's rolling his eyes because fucking he grew up in downtown Los Angeles <laughs> with a knife in his nose and a... <laughs> fucking nail through his eyebrow. But for the rest of us, these things are quite scary. Of course, this left me with a lot of possible options. Top of the list, we all know the big man himself, the big woman himself, Sasquatch. Sasquatch is a woman? Well, there's female Sasquatches.
4: Oh yeah, the the picture of the Bigfoot is supposed to be a woman, isn't it?
2: So top of the list is Sasquatch, a (laughs) creature my dad 100% believes is real. (laughs) There is not a piece of his mind that doesn't believe that the Sasquatch is real. He listens to a a podcast called the Sasquatch Chronicles every night. Oh my God. And he has shown me videos and recordings that he fully believes is Sasquatch. But I thought that was a bit bait. I was like, Sasquatch, mm, been there, done that, mate. Yeah. And then I thought the Jersey Devil which is a kind of American Mm. bat horse that goes around eating people. And then I thought of the Beast of Bodmin, because that's a bit more local.
1: Yeah,
3: I researched that earlier today, actually. I had a look at that.
2: The big cat that roams around Bodmin more
3: killing sheep. Do you know, did did you ever... We had Sky once when we made it. When my mum and dad made it, we got Sky. Wow.
2: Wow. Wow.
3: What you could do is you could record onto your Skybox, couldn't you? And we had a Channel 4 documentary recorded on our Skybox all about the Beast of Bobman because my mum and dad just thought it was so funny. There was this fella going around the cave, like, sniffing the air, going, Do you smell it, lad? It's the Beast of Bobman. He's coming. And he has like, they're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? And he's like, don't worry, he hates bleach, and he'd be spraying, like, bottles of sif all around this cave and shit. So I kept the beast away. Honestly, it was the It was the funniest thing ever. I love. I love shit like that. I love like documentaries where the documentarians like, this guy's clearly a nutter. Let's just let him go. Yeah. Because this is
4: fucking great footage? She reminded me of a movie, documentary movie. Me and Seb watched the other weekend. Uh, have you heard of it? Called Behind the Curve
2: oh yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah
4: yeah that's that's a great <laughs> so documentary funny. movie it's
2: great although by the last 10 minutes it does start to get a bit sad yeah when you're just like god these people really have nothing
4: the last scene where like he does the experiment and it, and
3: it proves that it's curved he's like mm, that's interesting yeah, it just yeah. Ends <laughs> it's <as> like, like <laughs> it's like if it does this it means it's definitely flat and it does the exact opposite which means it's definitely curved yeah and the guy's like Interesting. <laughs> hmm. oh, uh. <laughs> yeah, you roll credits. But it's like those it's things so with good. the documentarian would be like, oh, really? So, um... Like, and they say saying, like, a really serious voice, and they will be like, so what's behind the ice wall? <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> and it's Just like they know they're taking the piss. <laughs> my alarm's going
2: off. I need to go and turn it off before I fucking throw it out the window. God, I tell you what. It's lucky that I went up to do my phone alarm because... It's actually just time for me to do my
3: be real for today. Oh, you are fucking gimp. What is be B-Real? It's some, some t- it's some Twitter shit, I don't know. It's some social media barks. Is that the thing where it's like one second a day? Yeah, it's like you have to do it right when you... It's like you have to be real. You have to do it right what you're doing. Except when I was out with Seb and it was time to do his, rather than doing what he was actually doing, he went and set up a fake scenario to make it look more cool. And I was like, mate, <laughs> this is pointless. This is so lame. The thing is,
4: if, like, it's what you're doing at that point in time, you just be, like, half of it just be you wanking. Or,
1: like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just watching Netflix or just, like, <laughs> but that's having a is, shit. Lots of
2: people just, like, D-, but I do be very real. I'll just be, You like, don't! We're, <laughs> I, did. Look, I do no, be we're, very we're, real. We were at the donkey sanctuary and I wanted Satan's to find pit. a donkey for my B-reel. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah, so we had walked around for half an hour so I could shoot a donkey with his no, B-reel. No, two
2: minutes. I had a two-minute timer to find a donkey, look. But like, don't get me wrong, when I'm at work and I'm just eating porridge and writing about murders, that's what's on the b Rail, oh, mate.
3: B-roll's lame.
2: I'm very real. Anyway, shall I crack on? But yes, so I thought about the Beast of Bodmin, the Beast of Bodders, as they probably call it, but then I was like, nah, mate, I need to go back to my roots, back to where it all started for me. Something close to home, close to my heart. Now, obviously, I was brought up in Devon, but my dad, who is my main inspiration for believing in all things weird and wonderful was brought up in the midlands aka the black country so my dad was brought up in the midlands and therefore i spent a lot of time in the midlands growing up
4: poor poor you
2: i like the midlands it's a lovely place full of lovely people very poor lovely people
4: at least it's not the north to be fair
2: i think the midlands has got a lot going on. <laughs> no no the midlands Mate.
4: is fine i'm just the north there is the north. Anything north of Bristol's the north. In it. Oh, I'm speaking f- so <laughs> much truth right there. Carry on said though.
2: Fucking Christ. Anyway. <laughs> now, not a lot of you know this. Because you fucking sheeple aren't interested in this kind of thing. <laughs> in the Midlands, there's a place nicknamed Britain's Area 51. Ooh. Known to the locals as Cannock Chase. Now. In order to give you the proper vibe, I have decided again this week to use my incredible powers (laughs) of Impressionism.
3: Oh, for fuck's sake.
2: And I'm going to do the rest of mine in the traditional accent of my people.
3: Hang on, the whole thing.
2: As much as I can bear.
3: As much as we can bear. Not very much.
2: Now, here's some things on Cannock Chase that are definitely real. A cemetery containing 5,000 German soldiers from the First and Second World War. Now, that is definitely there, okay? I've seen it with my own eyes. There's also something called the Pagrain Tower, which is a 318-foot concrete tower built in the Cold War as a backup in case the USSR downed the radio network. Now, there's a lot of mystery and intrigue around that tower because the military built it during the Cold War. And it's only recently been revealed what its purpose was. And before that was revealed, there was a lot of rumours. And a lot of those rumours are still circulating today. Now, because of those rumours, there's been a lot of reports of werewolves, UFOs, and Sasquatches.
1: <laughs>
2: How did they go over from America? Well, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> cryptozoologists <laughs> say that there could be some sort of portal... Uh, at Cannock Chase, that bonds it to other places that these cryptids are commonly seen. For instance, Yosemite National Park would have a portal to Cannock Chase in Dudley. Now, I didn't want to go with UFOs or Sasquatches or even werewolves, because those are things that you can get anywhere. They exist all around us day to day. Sheeple. So... I wanted to find something that is specific to Canuck Chase, a.k.a. Britain's Area 51. And I remembered a book that my dad sent me about a year ago. And this book is called...
3: He's got the fucking book and everything.
2: UFOs, Werewolves, and... The Pig Man. <laughs> is that my bad pig?
3: <laughs> is that man bad pig? <laughs> There's a portal to Denver, Colorado. Man, Bear Pig stepped through Al- it. Al Gore's <laughs> fucking <laughs> lounge. I'm super serial, guys. It's Man
1: Bear Pig. You've done Man Bear Pig. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually done Man Bear Pig. <laughs> <laughs> he can't get <laughs> away with it. <this. laughs> <laughs> he's done it again that <laughs> bloody
3: Harry Jane he's fucking done it again
2: oh wow the pig man what I like about pig man or the pig man to give him his correct title is that this story is relatively recent compared to something like Sasquatch and I'm going to give you that origin story as written by the expert who wrote this book a man called Lee Brickley and I'm just going to show you his picture so you can see what we're dealing with and his credentials. According to Lee as we're going to call him or Mr Brickley at some well now according to Mr Brickley actually what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read you the um I just need to find it in this deep literature that I've got my hands on here. Ah there we go. Legend of the Pigman.
3: Chapter three. Stupid. This might so, be a stupid question, but what exactly is Pigman?
2: Well, I'm going to explain that. In a oh, minute, okay. You fucking lunatic. Oh, um, I'm the lunatic. So, yeah. this is the poem that accompanies this chapter, just to get you into the vibe. And again, I'm going to do it in the traditional accent. When night falls, enter the woods at your peril, for inside lurks something worse than the devil. Avoid all costs the gathering place where, at midnight, the Pigman roams canic Chase. Spooky. The pig man. Who is he? Where's he come from? At some point in the Second World War, according to Lee, the British got interested in the genetics slash eugenics work going on in Nazi Germany, specifically the experiments being performed by the notoriously grim Joseph Mengele, big man Joseph Probably the second most famous gross Joseph after Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> um, thinking that these human <laughs> experiments might give Germany the edge in the war, the British and Americans started running experiments with their own. And one of these experiments, and one of the things they were focused on, was mixing human DNA and animal DNA to create powerful half-human, half-wild animal hybrids. So they're pig fuckers. Why? <laughs> Because they're powerful. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, think about it. Imagine if you were you, right? You're just regularly you. Yeah. Weak. Big sack of bones. All mm. emotional and shit.
3: Yeah, well.
2: What if you were half bear? Strong. Powerful. it has got a point. Right. What if rather than you, you were you, but half pig? <laughs>
3: yeah what but what able to smell truffles yeah exactly but what use am i human bones you mean like in a human bones? in like a war setting i'd be more useful as a bear
2: yeah of course you would be
3: why would i because the the opponents you should be stronger yeah but the opponents have got machine guns yeah but i'd be killed instantly and if i had a machine gun i could just kill them instantly
2: well so why why does anyone in the army do any fitness
3: So they can carry their machine gun.
2: Exactly. Imagine how many machine guns a bear could carry. (laughs) You're not thinking
3: logically. Oh, no, I'm not. True. I'm an idiot.
2: (laughs) I'm glad you see it that way. So one of the tests that was run was... Now, this is... I need you to listen carefully here because this is important. Step one. They hypnotised a woman. Yeah. Step two... They impregnated her with a concoction made from sperm cells wrapped around pig DNA.
4: <laughs> like a pigs in blanket? <laughs> yeah, with what? With a fucking thing film?
2: <laughs> like a pigs in blanket? Yeah. Like a genetic pigs in blanket? Yeah. It was my impression that DNA and sperm cells are quite different sizes, given that DNA exists within a sperm cell. But who am I to judge? Pig DNA could be very big. I don't know. So they put it up uh, with like a turkey base or whatever. <laughs> and they gave it nine months. Nothing's happened. They're like, right, we'll sack this off. This has been a waste of everyone's time. So they stopped keeping an eye on her. Because obviously the idea was, we'll just keep an eye on Sheila. What we hypnotized and impregnated with half pig, half human DNA. <laughs> Nothing happens. They're like, i oh, sack this off. Someone's like, do you want to just keep watching for a little bit? Nah, it's been nine months, is not it? Fucking in and out. If <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't happened, it's not happening. So they give up. However, a year later, she suddenly is pregante. She's got a bump. Ooh. And she's kicked out of the house because her conservative parents are like, no, you fucking little slut. You've been having sex before <laughs> wedlock. <laughs> And I can say that because I'm not calling her a slut. I'm saying her parents called her a slut.
4: Right. You don't need to add that. You don't need to add that.
2: So she gets Prego and she's got nowhere to live. So she goes up the only place she knows where, the woods on Cannock Chase. Where? Of course. In the dead of night, she gives birth <laughs> to a half-human, half-pig hybrid.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Now, obviously, she actually did live for a little bit after that, but the strain of giving birth to a half human, half pig was quite a lot. (laughs) So she Right bins it.
1: She bins it.
2: But the half pig, half human has roamed the woods ever since. Holy shit. Right. Now, I know what you're thinking. Where's the evidence?
4: Nope. I believe it. You don't need to give me any evidence.
2: That is the kind of attitude that would have done you really well when I was being brought up. It's that kind of belief that gets you places. (laughs) It's fun to believe, isn't it? So, for Michael, for the fucking sheep all like Michael. Yeah. I know what you're thinking, where's the evidence? Well, what would you say to not one, not two, but three eyewitness accounts?
4: Wow, three. Wow.
2: Exactly. Because that is what. Three. (laughs) That is what cryptozoologist extraordinaire Lee Brickley has provided. The first account. He
3: has seen it three times or three people. No, he's met
2: three. What do you want from the man? He's he's collecting data. You don't ask a rocket scientist how many rockets they've been in. They just send people up. (laughs) Well. So the first account. It's from a middle-aged couple who were out walking their dog in October 1993, very specific, when they saw a man in a pointy hat limping towards them. The clown.
3: <laughs> and he said, take this room. <laughs>
2: However, when he limped closer, they realised he wasn't wearing a pointy hat at all. But he actually had the distorted face. Of a pig. (laughs) Complete with evil eyes and pig snout. They ran away. They got into the car. And as they were driving away, they heard the unmistakable... (laughs) Of a pig squealing. Just so you guys at home know, that sound effect was done by me in person. (laughs) Because I know we like our sound effects here at Goats, but it's important that you know. This is my vocal range. So, that's one pretty compelling account. Another woman... And I'm going to read this verbatim, actually, because this is important. Another woman who was out on a bike ride, a five-mile bike ride in 2005, was stopped for a break when she heard some rustling in the woods behind her, and she saw, quote, "the most loathsome, hideous, and unprocessing monstrosity ever to plague the woodland of England." Now, Lee Brickley has said, "This is quite an impressive title to hold, especially in an area." where the Sugar Babes and Will Young have been allowed to perform to huge outdoor concerts. Wow. And he's put in brackets after that. Joke.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I need to meet this man. (laughs) I want to be in his brain. (laughs) He sounds fucking great. He sounds hilarious.
2: So the third sighting came in 2011 when a young man named... John. Now, I like John. He's close to my heart because he's a car lad. He's a fucking chav. And him and his boys were out at night driving their wicked cool cars up on Cannock Chase. And they all parked in a car park. Classic. And eventually, all his mates go their separate ways. And it's just him left in the car park. He's on his phone for a bit. And then he turns on the engine to go. And when he flicks on the lights, what does he see in front of him?
4: A pointed hat man. Pig man? The pig man. Exactly. Ooh. Thank you,
2: Michael. The pig man just staring blankly at him with big sort of <laughs> glassy eyes. Big piggy eyes. <laughs> big piggy eyes. Exactly. So John steps on the gas, chucks his wicked cool car into reverse, screams on out there, probably does a cool drift or something. And then he races about three miles, he says, to another car park where he stops to try and call his mates to be like, look, boys. I've only fucking seen the pig man. <laughs> <laughs> they all know what's up. says <laughs> <Exactly>. back up. <laughs> However, when he pulled over, he couldn't get any signal, so he went to open the car door. But luckily, he didn't unlock it because guess who was stood at the fucking driver's side window? No, Pigman. The Pigman.
3: How? He's How? supersonic speed.
2: Supersonic Pigman, and that Balls. is why you need to be half pig, half human hybrid.
4: <laughs> yeah, can't pigs actually reach like 40 miles an hour in the wild when no one's looking that's why i've heard. they run on their hind legs <laughs> when they're chasing prey
2: can you imagine anything more scary genuinely than being out in the woods and you see a pig on its hind legs running at
1: you <laughs> Oh yeah, i would, sh-
2: I would shit myself <laughs> i would absolutely shit my pants yeah, that, that would terrifying. be the scariest
3: thing I've ever seen, yeah.
2: <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, God, right. So that is pretty concrete evidence, obviously. But I'm a scientific man. I'm a man of science. So I thought I'd wrap up my presentation of The Pigman, of Cannock Chase. Book available on Amazon for the low, low price, I think, of three ninety nine. Uh Go support Lee. You know, he put a lot of effort in. Even if you do think it's bollocks, he did write a whole fucking book. And it's not just about the pig, man. There's werewolves and shit as well. (laughs) And your money's worth. Exactly. I honestly, I'm going to send this to Michael. I think he could change his mind. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I thought, you know, I'm a man of science, so I'm going to offer some... I'll turn up explanations to see because, you know, if I can't discredit the pig man, it's like Sherlock Holmes. If you take away every possible explanation, the one that remains has to be the pig man. So, the first explanation I found on the website cryptids with a com, where this is the first explanation I found, was from a user called BigfootBeliever1111. <laughs>
3: Fucking hell.
2: They said that they think it's a Bigfoot with some kind of illness.
3: Ah, right.
2: And they then went on to specify the parasitic skin disease common in stray cats and dogs, mange. There's some pretty big assumptions there going on. Firstly, is that Bigfoot is real. (laughs) Yeah. um, Which I think we can all conclude (laughs) he is. Um, And secondly, (laughs) is that Bigfoot... Is a stray and has got mange, which I think is a bit disrespectful to Bigfoot.
4: Right, he's domesticated himself.
2: Exactly, he's you know well, he's not he doesn't need domestication. He's a great ape. He doesn't need domestication. He can take care of himself.
4: He's a great guy as well.
0: Planning for your next trip.
2: Now, I was racking my brains for another explanation, and I thought, what about shaved bear? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> because I know that there was a circus attraction called the Pig-Faced Lady that was actually a shaved bear. That went around in the 1900s. Right. But then I remember we don't have bears. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be a lot of effort to go to shave a bear, release it in the woods, put clothes on it. Carry on going, going,
3: going on. and shaving every week yeah you gotta
2: keep going back and shave you gotta catch the bear <laughs> the bear doesn't want to be caught and shaved that's quite annoying you can only imagine like a bear's annoyed at the best of times let alone when you keep trying to catch it and shave it <laughs>
1: yeah
2: so i was like well that's probably not going to happen either so realistically all we've got at this point is if it's not Bigfoot, and it's not a shaved bear it has to be the pig man <laughs> it must be real <laughs> so as a last resort <laughs> i spoke to my dad who is, as we've already discussed, a resident, cryptid, and spooky stuff expert. And he said that he just thought it was a rumour set out by the military to keep people away from the big radio tower. So, in my eyes, it's pretty concrete. Either way, it's the military. Right. So either, and I love that term, the military, that people use in these sort of (laughs) circles, where it just encompasses, like, all of it. Everything, The CIA... The FBI, MI5, GCHQ, it's just the military. Yeah. So I think it's pretty concrete. It's the military either way. It's either the military impregnated a woman with a half-human, half-pig embryo slash sperm. Or it's a rumour set up by the military to keep people away from the big radio tower. Which do we think is more likely? I'm going to say it's probably easier to hypnotise a woman <laughs> with pig sperm. <laughs> I think I have to agree with you there. <laughs> yeah, same. But, you know, I just wanted to take this one seriously and come up with two very scientific explanations. It's either woman filled with pig's bum or big tower military don't want you to go near it so they set up a room about a pig man. But either way, that is my pick for the greatest cryptid is Canuck Chase, Britain's OG, the pig man.
3: The Big man. I fucking love that.
2: Questions as and when
3: there aren't any it's just it is
4: real isn't it i think let's just, i think michael let's just get this over and done with you with your one because i think Pigman's already won to be honest Ah. <laughs> oh. shall i just go <laughs> in fact don't even try mate just fuck off well the thing is is i've got Gollum written down
3: on my piece of paper
2: <laughs> no you fuck off fuck off if you've done golem I'm going home. <laughs> I haven't done Gollum. <laughs>
4: no, I've never heard of the pig man of, uh, where is it again? Cannock Chase. Cannock Chase. I did
2: think as well, what would be quite a fun thing to do at some point is we all drive up to Cannock Chase, which is just a big bit of old military ground in the middle of the Midlands with my dad in the dark and just sort of walk around and look at all the spooky shit.
4: And find the pig man. And he's just here in the background, in, in, the, in the distance.
2: <laughs> so, honestly I would shit my pants. And it's just a pig on his hind legs Springing sprinting 40 miles an hour.
4: <laughs> that was good. That was good. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, like I said I've never heard of the pig man and uh um I feel like my life is all the better now that I know more about this pig man.
2: Oh, that that's such a nice thing to say <laughs> about the pig man.
4: But yeah, thank you for that. I thought we could do a little middle section in keeping with the previous few middle sections. Uh, I've got a little game lined up. Oh, nice. I like the little games that we've started. They're very doing. fun.
3: Yeah. I'm glad I started this little game thing. Yeah. Now, the game is
4: I will name a cryptid from around the world, and both of you have to tell me where you think the cryptid lays, and it could either be a region or a country. And I want you to, to have one answer of a region or a country, and whoever's the closest. You can't pick the same regional country, mind, and you'll each alternate to whoever goes first. I was going to say, like, Europe. Do. a continent's too broad. Same with Africa as well. You can't just say Africa. Okay. Whoever's closest will win the point. Okay. Great. So, the first one I've got here, speaking of Big Les earlier, you might know this one. i have got the Yowie. Australia. Well,
2: yeah, it's Australia. Oh, you bastard. I know it's Australia. I'm going to say Tasmania, which is technically a part of Australia.
4: It is Australia. Motherfucker. Was it like first? Is it first to say it by the way? Oh, uh yeah, I probably should have um you the part already.
3: I should let's just say Michael you were supposed to go first that time, so okay. So I got it right. So now Seb Seb goes and I don't answer. Unless he gets it wrong and then I can steal the point. No, 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 because it's whoever's closest. Oh, I see. You don't have to get the exact place, but whoever's
4: closest. I see, Okay. 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 So the next one, and Sebek is to answer first, is the Ningen. No, don't laugh.
2: Right. So I'm going to explain where my head's at. Sounds Asian, doesn't it? Yes. If we're being honest. Sounds very Asian. It does. The Ningen. My head wants to go... I'm steering clear of China because they've been communists so long that all of their folklore's been demolished.
3: (laughs) Um, (laughs) The only folklore they have is the folklore of having more than one child.
2: (laughs) It's either going to be Korea or Japan. I'm going to say Korea.
3: I'm going to say Japan because they got... Heaps of spooky shit going on in Japan. Okay, so I'll need to
4: quickly consult and I'm pretty sure I know who's right here, but I'll have to quickly consult. Google Maps. World map so to it's see. To of those it's neither of those countries. Neither of those countries. One's closer. Oh,
2: that's a shocker.
4: Yeah, and uh it was a bit of a bit of a shit question to give you, Sebek, not gonna lie.
2: Oh, it's not even Asian, is it? I'm a racist.
4: No, 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 because the thing is it actually, it was born from a Japanese image site and the name is actually a Japanese name. So you are very right with that, but it's not from Japan.
2: Oh, Michael, get fucked.
4: And I'm trying to figure out, the thing is, both countries are very close to each other. So it's hard to, <laughs> um, how am I going to do where, this? Where uh... is it?
2: Where is it from?
4: It is, the Ningen hails from Antarctica. So Japan just wins and that's one another point to Michael. So, Michael, you start this time. I might mispronounce this. It is the, what I think it is, the Mokele Mbembe. And you can ask, like, what, do you, what, what it looks like, by the way. I can answer that.
3: I think this is from
4: Zimbabwe. That's a big shot in the dark, I'm not going to lie, but yeah. So back.
2: The Mbembe sounds African, that Mbembe Mbembe. that Mbembe. Mbembe. See, that's the thing. I thought I had a bwe. But if it's just a bear, that could be different.
4: Mukele Mbembe.
2: Mukele does sound a little bit African as well. Could you just describe the creature for me?
4: Certainly. The creature is, it's like those bronchiosaurus dinosaurs. It's like a long neck, like a big body, kind of like uh, the Loch Ness Monster kind of thing. It can walk around, but it can also swim around. You'll find it in lakes, but also in forests.
2: I think I saw this when I was looking up list of top 10 cryptids. I'm going to take a real mad one and go Central America, like Bolivia. Bolivia is not Central America. I mean, Panama.
4: I can confirm. Michael has three points.
2: Oh, you bastard.
4: <laughs> in fact, yes, you were dead on the money. It was Zimbabwe.
2: Oh, Vinny, you said it was a shot in the dark and that confused me. <laughs>
3: You, <laughs> fucking... you couldn't have got you couldn't have got closer than Zimbabwe, anyway, son. To be fair, you could have said the Congo because it goes between the Congo and Zimbabwe. I did see it in my research, and I thought oh, I could pick this, and then Vinny would have to pick me as the winner, otherwise he disgrace his homeland.
4: Yeah, you're right. Actually, I would have picked you as the winner, like by default, if <laughs> I would have disgraced my homeland.
3: But I didn't actually pick that cryptid as as my pick, unfortunately. But the knowledge did hold me well in this game. Right, the next one. We go on.
4: The next one is, and who's it next to answer? It's Sebek to answer next. First, it is called Selma.
2: Could you describe the creature for me?
4: It is a sea serpent.
2: I'm just going to go Scandinavia. I'm going to say Finland.
4: Okay. Michael? Norway. I can confirm... Michael's on a
3: fucking hot streak. It's Norway!
1: Oh, Oh, yes!
3: I didn't even know that one either. I thought Norway... When you said Scandinavia, I was going to be like, Seb, that's too broad because I wanted to say Norway. Oh, boom. Seb, get wrecked.
2: Jesus Christ. For such a sheeple, you're really wrecked.
4: (laughs) He's done his research. I'm just going to carry on. I I think Michael's won this game, but I think it'd be fun to carry on anyway. I've got (laughs) three more. I've got three more. So that's four points. To Sebek Zero. Let's see if you can get some points on the board with this one. But Michael answers first. The next one, and Michael, you answer first. The Yeti. Now I actually didn't realise that it was from this place. I thought it was from another place personally.
3: Yeah, see I'm thinking it's from Antarctica or somewhere, or the North Pole. But I'm gonna say Greenland. Greenland, okay. Sebek.
2: So it's from Nepal. I think. It's it's from the Himalayas.
4: I can confirm. Oh, yeah. Sebek is correct. The Himalayas.
3: Yeah. And also Russia. Should have known that from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Because in Monsters, Inc. They go to see the Yeti get banished, don't they? And he says, welcome to the Himalayas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the Yeti can be
4: spotted in Russia, in Siberia as well, for some reason. Nice. don't know why, but it can.
2: Portals, mate. You're not thinking with portals.
4: Oh, yeah. I forgot about the portals. Next one is The Owlman.
2: Oh, fuck, I saw this as well. Ooh, I know of The Owlman. So I'm answering first. It's a mothman on this first. list. And
4: it's, it's, it's Sebek to answer first.
2: I was going to jokingly ask, could oh, you describe God. The Owlman? But I think we've all got that. <laughs> um,
4: He's a sea serpent, mate.
2: <laughs> it's going to be America. They're mental over there. It's got a name that's English, The Owlman. It's not British. It's American. Could be Canada, but they're a bit more rational. And I'm just going to go for one of those weird states where fuck all happens, like Wyoming. I'm going to say Wyoming.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say like Ohio.
4: Okay. Oh, let me just consult the world map on this one. I can confirm. Well, both of you are like very incorrect. It's not in America. But one of you is more correct because Ohio is technically closer to the UK. Oh. It's a uh, Cornish Cryptids,
3: oh, no. yeah. Oh, the owl man. Cool. Oh, yeah. I think that makes sense now. Yeah, I
4: think I remember hearing about the, the owl Mothman man was American. Yeah. He was from ah. Mothman was American. I yeah. can't remember he's from actually, but yeah, he was American. I remember watching a documentary on the Mothman, and like all the sightings on the Mothman was just like it was just definitely a moth, and you were very scared. And at the time, people were talking about this Mothman, so you were like, "Yep, it was a Mothman." <laughs> yeah. when in actual fact, it definitely <laughs> yeah. was just a big moth or like an owl or something. It was so obvious.
3: Yeah, it wasn't even like a moth man. Most people described it as like a huge dragon figure with legs. And it was like, what's that got to do? It's I was remember thinking, like, what's that got to do with a yeah. moth? <laughs> so that's 5-1 to
4: Michael. Let's see if uh, five so one. the, the Ooh, last answer so is worth uh, 20 points.
2: Nice. Making <laughs> <What? laughs> like, the rest of this <laughs> completely irrelevant.
4: <laughs> and okay, so this is an anglicized name. And I'm, that that's kind of a hint, I guess. But it, this isn't the name they would call it in the place that it's found. So the name of this thing is The Death Worm. The Death Worm? Yes. It's the something death worm where the something is where it's from.
3: It's means to go first, isn't it?
4: You I, I, you know what? It's a free-for-all. You can do whatever. but as Mexico. Soon you... So you've locked that in. It's Mexico. You can't go back.
2: You're saying the Mexican death worm. I'm going to say the Afghani death worm. <laughs>
4: Yeah, let me consult the world (laughs) map. Speaking of
2: that neck of the woods, did you know Shamima Begum is now on the list of people with a better podcast than us? Who? What, sorry? Shamima Begum has a higher rated podcast than us. She started a podcast. Who's that? Shamima Begum, that ISIS bride who's stuck in Syria. I did think now she's technically an influencer, we could get her to fight Malala. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I'd like to say YouTube Misfits Boxing.
2: Mate, i definitely watch YouTube Boxing, Malala versus
3: fucking, fucking Logan Bacon. Paul on the commentary. <laughs> she liked these moves in an ISIS death training camp.
4: <laughs> I can confirm the death worm hails from Mongolia. And so, Sebek, you've won the whole thing because you were closest with For Afghanistan. Sake. Hell no. That's, uh, what, 21 points to...
3: No, because he didn't get a single country right. Whereas I got three on the nose. Yeah, but he got the golden snitch. (laughs) Fuck the golden snitch. I dedicate my
2: win to (laughs) Shemaima Begum (laughs) and most successful podcast.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, Michael, let's hear your story so we can tie
3: it up at one all. And you can't win now, by the way. Right, yeah, fuck off. Anyway. I like Seb didn't want to go with Bigfoot because I really didn't want to research a bunch of hillbilly American rednecks talking about I seen them Sasquatch over there you, you, you nearly hit my truck. I also didn't want to do like Chupacabra or anything like that. I did consider Mothman, but the thing is, is it's a little bit like the Creepy Past one. Is I am a massive skeptic. I'm not really into all this stuff, so I had to pick some one of them that really resonates with me so the one that i have chosen hails from a land down under that for some reason english people do not like for some reason there's a little bit of a animosity between these people and the english and i just want to squash all that beef right now because i really like this place and i really enjoy their humor the country i'm talking about is scotland they're not a country are they Scotland are a country.
2: No, they're not. They tried to be a country and then they pussied yeah, out. Yeah, they're mate. part
3: of the UK, mate. Listen, they're still their own country. They might not be their own they're sovereign England state. They're England 0.5. I don't, really, I don't <laughs> really know how it works. But anyway, I really love Scottish humour and just Scotland in general. It's beautiful scenery. I've been there myself. They're world famous for loads of cool stuff, haggis and that. I just really like the place. I think it's really cool. And I also, like I said, I absolutely love their humour. And Scottish people are very well known for their humour. They are always down for a laugh. And I was, funnily enough, scrolling through Reddit doing my research after I finished. And um, I came across a post on the Scotland subreddit asking for insults. And to prove my point that Scottish humour is incredible. I'm just going to read out in my best Scottish accent some of the best Scottish insults on this subreddit. User submitted ones. Your ma's so ugly, her portraits hang themselves.
1: <laughs> you get it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Sev, Sev, you like this one. Sev, you like this one. Right. Your ma.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, hang on. Your ma only wears knickers to keep her ankles warm. <laughs> He's laughing. I yeah, can see him funny. laughing. <laughs> you were just a come state that you more sound. <laughs> Didn't catch that one. This is my favourite one, right? This is, this is, I'll end with this one because none of it beats this one because the your dad jokes, they're the best. Your dad's the pig man. <laughs> so it's dad actually is the pig man though. That's not, that's that's just, hey! that's not an insult. <laughs> Your da sits atop the stairs, and he pretends he's the chaser. (laughs) 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 So, as we've established, I really like Scotland, and they're always up for a laugh. So, which cryptid, or which big fucking fake monster have I picked? Well, if you haven't already guessed, there's only one classic monster. Scotland are famous for lots of stuff, haggis, whiskey, etc. They're also famous for the big long neck motherfucker, old Nessie. Nessie is probably the oldest of all the cryptids, and I'll let you know when he was, she, them, when Nessie was first sighted a little bit later on, but Loch Ness is the home of this beast and is the second largest loch in Scotland, second largest to Loch Bigfoot. And it is the second deepest lock. Lock Bigfoot. Huh? Second deepest as well. Second only to Loch Chupacabra. It contains. It contains, Sorry, that was a that was, that was a pretty weak joke, wasn't it? Was it a joke? <laughs> that was a because joke. It's lock, because it's Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but the monster's
2: left Nessie. N- named after the Loch, not the other way around.
3: That's the joke. Oh. Moving so on. If you have got to cut that to make it sound <laughs> funny. Loch Ness is the home of this beast and is the second largest loch in Scotland second largest to loch Bigfoot (laughs) second deepest as well second only to loch Chupacabra (laughs) it contains more water than all the lakes in England and Wales combined Now, the first sighting of the big long neck motherfucker was in 565 AD. That is time ago. And it was written in a book called The Life of St. Columba, who was an Irish monk fella called St. Columba, obviously. And he was out walking by the lake and he saw some local residents burying a man who had been attacked by what they described as a water beast or a water dragon. And this is widely regarded as the first ever mention of a beast or dragon or some kind of big, scary, long necked motherfucker anywhere near Loch Ness. Fast forward like ages to 1933. There were a few very important sightings of the big beast, the big old long boy, in this year. And this is where it gained proper recognition as a cryptid, as a big old beast. George Spicer and his wife were driving along when they saw some absolute walloper (laughs) jump out in front of the car, cross the road, and dive straight into the lock. They described it as a big fat thing, big fat whale-like creature with a huge long neck, thicker than an elephant's trunk, and no limbs, just big flippers. The sighting was published in a newspaper, and it led to the naming for the very first time of the Loch Ness Monster. That was the very first time that phrase had been used was in that newspaper. Now I'm going to go through a few more of these sightings, not all of them, because unlike Seb's Pigman sightings, there aren't just three, there are literally like three million. So I've picked out some of my favourites or some of the most influential. So that was the first time he was coined as the Loch Ness Monster. Now 1934, the next year, this is probably the biggest and most important year in Fatboy Necky's life. On the 21st of April, 1934, a photograph was published, which would be known as the Surgeon's Photograph. This is easily the most famous and most iconic photo of Longfellow, and it's the photo of the water and the ripples and stuff, and like the little long neck spouting out, the little black silhouette of a neck poking out. You would have seen it, definitely. The log in the water, yeah. It's not a log, it's sticking straight out of the water. Yeah, it's just like a branch. I thought it was a mini-submarine. It's not a branch, it looks like, yeah, it looks like a periscope of a submarine, but it's not, it's the Loch Ness Monster. For 60 or 80 years or whatever, this was widely accepted as the best evidence to prove that there was a monster in the lake. That was the best evidence they had. (laughs) A real photo of it. Which one of these three geezers managed to snap a photo of bloody pig They
4: snapped a photo of a fucking tree trunk
3: in the water. (laughs) No, it's not a tree trunk. Anyway... But in 1977, a magician and a psychic called Tony Shields took some of the clearest and best-looking photos of Wide Boy ever to have been seen. Ever. They, even now, they are so crystal clear. You can even see his eyes and his face and his teeth. And 2011, a sonar image was released from a captain. This guy, he went along the Loch for 26 years, spending 60 hours a week trying to track down the Loch Ness Monster on a boat which was called Nessie Hunter 4, and he managed to record a sonar image which showed a huge reading, this big object or body or whatever. It was following the boat at a consistent speed and consistent depth, and it was way too big to be a fish or a seal, and a seal couldn't hold its breath that long underwater anyway and all this. So he managed to get this sonar reading, And also, a photograph of a big hump in the water. A very clear photograph of a big, like, the back of Nessie. Big hump in the water. It's very scary.
4: I'd love to have these
3: photos on hand. I've seen them all. They're incredible.
4: Yeah, I know, but I'd like to see them. I found the 1977 one, and it looks fucking hilarious. It looks like he's got a big toothy grin on.
3: Yeah, they're really clear. Now, in 2013, a video came out showing a big, black, weird wave thing moving through the lock, unlike anything you could explain with logic. It wasn't a seal, wasn't anything else, it was, in fact, Spaghetti Neck Fat Boy. Alright? It was the Loch Ness Monster. Were all of these sightings actual evidence of a Loch Ness Monster? No. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. They can all be very easily debunked, even... The surgeon's photograph was eventually debunked 60 years later. I did say it was the best evidence of the Loch Ness Monster, and it was for a very long time. But in fact, what they think it was was a trick, a prank played, because the guy who created the surgeon's photograph had been tricked previously by another prankster who had made some fake footprints in, like, the sound or whatever. And so this guy found these footprints I was like, oh my god, it's Nessie's footprints!" So he took them to a newspaper and then they all like clowned them and were like, you fucking idiot, they're not real. So he was like, right, to get them back, I'm going to create a fake photograph and publish it as, as if Nessie's real and like get everyone back. And so he made like a little boat, like a little floaty boat thing. It's tiny. It was only like, I don't know, less than a meter long out of some like wooden, like some clay wood or something. Made like the little neck, put the boat on the water, took a picture of it. But apparently they have like these water bailiffs. They come around and make sure no one's like pissing around on the lock or doing silly stuff or like, you know, pissing Nessie off or whatever. One of them came along just as they'd finished like taking the photos, but the boat was still in the water and they're not allowed to do that. So he quickly like stood on the boat and sunk it. And that boat is still in the water now. It's never been recovered. So Nessie's boat is is in there. That little boat with that photo is probably still in there. Never been recovered. No. Because it's so deep. Yeah, it's really deep. So the 1977 photos, yeah, of the magician and psychic. I mean, magician and psychic, they sort of ring alarm bells anyway. If a, if a psychic magician comes into your newspaper office and says, I've got photos of Nessie and slaps him on the desk, you're already thinking, what the fuck's going on here? I'd believe him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the credentials. He's got the qualifications.
4: <laughs> if, like, a doctor came in, I'd be like, what's this doctor doing giving me pictures of Nessie? What the fuck is he on about? We supposed about out saving lives. there's a magician. He's like one with the arcane,
3: one with the, the mysteries yeah, of the universe. I, I. Well, the story, the full story, does go that the magician did summon Nessie Ooh. through a ritual, and that's how he took the really clear photos out of a hat, <laughs> out of a hat, <laughs> out of a little kid's ear. Yeah, well, if that on your ear. It's fucking Nessie. <laughs> 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 Uh, like, you, you just Google the photos, they are so ridiculously fake, it's unbelievable. It's just it's a model of a fish thing, it's just so fake. There are no ripples around it, there's no evidence that it's swimming. It's complete bollocks. The sonar image was probably a big school of plankton, apparently. That's reasonably unexplained, but pretty easily explained as well. And the photo with the hump in the water, by this guy who was like, I've been hunting Nessie for 26 years. It was a prop used on a documentary he'd actually been involved in where they were trying to set up fake photographs of Nessie. He stole the prop from the documentary crew and then made his own fake photograph but submitted it as real evidence. So, just a bit of a nutter, really.
2: That's a bit disappointing because
3: these guys are
2: normally the ones... Like, I genuinely, if you're that dedicated, why fake it? Do you know what I mean? like, It's a bit sad to see him give up like that.
4: Yeah kind of cheat
3: at the end sort of like
2: yeah like why do that because that's like admitting that you know it's fake whereas if he was like look it's just never happened
3: yeah mm. exactly yeah what i'm gonna do now is get the photo because the video because the video of this um black wave thing is actually really weird so it's probably not messy like probably not but it is weird <laughs> it is unlike anything you've ever seen before watch this video you decide you decide for yourself what is this?
2: Mine's not moving.
3: Oh, it just, like, skips, like, 15 seconds in. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's just, like, kind of like a wave. It's weird, isn't it? It's moving in all the other different directions to the wave. Like, what's it even doing? It is bizarre. It's probably wind, is what they've said. It's probably some kind of wind thing. Bit of rogue wind, doing rogue windy stuff.
2: If I saw that not in Loch Ness, I'd just go, oh, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I wouldn't think it was a monster.
3: No. But it is in Loch Ness, and Loch Ness is steeped in this tradition of monsters. But if it's not, you know, if Nessie isn't some boat or a weird wave or a magician making photographs, like what is it then? Is it real? Where did he come from? Does anyone have any like suggestions for that? What do you mean? How did a dinosaur end up in Loch Ness in Scotland? Well, here we go. So, if it's not fake and it is real, what is it? It could be wakes created by birds, fish, or trees, maybe. Jeremy Wade, who is the geezer from River Monsters, who Seb fucking loves.
2: Big up, Jezza. I fucking love Jeremy Wade. Do you know what? Jeremy Wade, this is a true fact for you, he stopped making River Monsters because he ran out of River Monsters to catch. Oh, yeah. Of course. How fucking mental is that? (laughs) He caught every River Monster. Are you taking the pics? That's insane. He caught everyone. <laughs> he went out with a fucking fishing rod and caught every river monster that has ever been. No, to not... the point where even the Discovery Channel had to be like, there's, you, there's nothing left. Yeah. You've caught every river monster. There's <laughs> not that many river monsters. There's fucking loads. He snapped <laughs> his arm catching a fucking sturgeon. Yeah. The man's insane. Yeah. I watched him fucking jump on the back of a massive stingray.
3: He is a goat. He is the goat fisherman, no doubt. Oh, absolutely. But do you know what he said about Nessie? What? He says, real, mate. Did he? Yeah. No, he didn't. He says, real. He said, it's really, probably a Greenland shark. Oh. Because a Greenland shark is a very big fish, it's like 20 metres. And. It's like green, it's like a funny green colour so it would blend in really well and like really be obscure to look at in like British waters and they have sometimes been known to swim down from like Norway and stuff like that into the highlands of Scotland. So his professional opinion is that Nessie is probably a Greenland shark.
4: But how's it gotten to the... Is it... Wait, how do locks work? Are locks connected to the sea?
3: Everything's always connected to the sea, isn't it somehow?
2: Not lakes. Lakes aren't connected to the sea
3: that's starts thinking well they could have got in like a thousand years ago couldn't they and then just stayed there if that was loads
2: well that's what i was going to say is that greenland sharks live for like 700 years they're like the oldest living thing all uh, right loch ness does connect to the sea the, um, yeah ocean, to S- the yeah sea. through a yeah. series of
4: other um, things yeah 400 year old shark yeah. and
2: those greenland sharks do live for like really long time because the Ice-cold water allows for high nitrogen levels in their blood, which allows them to kind of be sort of semi-dead while still
3: alive. So, yeah. that's what I think that's another reason why Jeremy Wade said it's probably a Greenland shark. It could also just be like a social phenomenon. Like you said, if you'd seen that weird wave and it wasn't in Loch Ness, you would think nothing of it. Because it's like such a long, steeped tradition of folklore that dates back to, like I said, 556 AD or whatever. Everyone has always known about it. There's always been tales and stories of the monster and the lock and everything else that you just see something weird rather than going, oh, that's weird. You just go fucking hell, messy. And that's why there's so many sightings of it. It's just like a big social phenomenon. Confirmation bias, yeah. Yeah, the other really plausible explanation is it could be a plesiosaur. Right, how the fuck do you spell that because they look like Nessie. They're a large aquatic dinosaur with flippers and a long neck. How, how do you spell Plesiosaur? I don't know. <laughs> and you've not got it written down. Yeah, but I haven't spelt it correctly, have I?
2: Can I tell you another Greenland shark fact? Would you like to know why they're endangered?
4: They eat them, right?
3: Because people kill them. Or they kill themselves.
2: You, but why do you think they killed them? What do you think they killed them for?
3: Meat? Spam.
2: Lube. Ah. Weird. They have this, like, fat in them. So they're... This is how long they live. Their population was demolished during the Second World War because they provide like really good engine oil and lube for like aircraft and stuff like that. Mm. And because they live for so long and it takes them so long to get to sexual maturity, only now, almost 100 years later, are we seeing Greenland sharks that are sexually mature enough to have babies. Oh, right, yeah. How mental is that? So something that happened in 80 years ago is having a direct effect on an ecosystem now because of how long these things live.
3: That is crazy.
2: Pretty sure they don't reach sexual maturity for about 70 years. And they live like 600 years, do they? Yeah. Longest living vertebrate animal. So any animal with a spine, the longest living.
3: I would not want to live for 600 years just swimming about in Loch Ness pretending to be a monster.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So
2: think about that. So like there's a fucking shark out there probably. That when it was born, Shakespeare had never been written. And it's still alive today. Mm. This is like Joe Rogan levels of like, wow, dude.
4: That's
2: crazy. That's crazy. You've ever heard about chimpanzees?
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, plesiosaur. Vinny, are you convinced? Do you think it's a plesiosaur? I know you're thinking. Dinosaurs. They're well old. How's it done that? Well. (laughs) Yep, that's the exact thought process how's
4: it done that it could be <laughs> it could be how's he managed that? <laughs> I, I, yeah i didn't
3: question that it was that was a pleasing <laughs> story i was questioning how's he done that he's done it somehow <laughs> <laughs> it could just be like a family of them just like one little family and they just obviously a little bit ancestral, but they just keep having little babies and they've just survived for like ages totally possible it's not impossible is it? It's totally possible.
2: The fucking crocodiles survived, so...
3: Exactly. But because they're, like, locked in the lake, it could just be, like, a little family of plesiosaurs. Or it could be none of these things. And it could just be a bunch of Scottish fellas. Or woofellas. Having a laugh. Because that's what they do. You're da Avon, and have you seen the fucking Lochless Monster? in which case i'm up for it because it creates joy for like millions of people everyone who goes to scotland everybody on this planet knows about the loch ness monster and knows about nessie it's what an entire country an entire like think how old scotland is think about the history of scotland and mainly they're known for haggis and the loch ness monster and i'm Brew. and i'm Brew. and depression and
4: a lot of heroin addicts a lot of heroin yeah train Boss, spotting and deep
3: fried Boss stuff suicides yeah. train spotting it's a great movie and Bucky deep fried pizza all the awful things
1: disgusting
3: but also the Loch Ness monster and I remember driving around Scotland on a family holiday when I was a child buzzing to go to Loch Ness to see if I could spot Nessie and I think that whether it's real whether it's a plesiosaur whether it's just everybody having a big laugh or if it really is in there somewhere it could be it could just be in there somewhere regardless the Loch Ness Monster is real in legend and the joy it provides those people for like hundreds and hundreds of or thousands of years cannot be understated it's a true legend of the game if this was Royal Rumble Nessie would be a legend we'd be wheeling him out like here he fucking comes it's Nessie he's back and that's why he's just got to be the goat cryptid. He's the oldest of the bunch. He's the best. Fucking love Nessie. I think it's almost a shame that
4: this like insanely beautiful and just like incredible part of Scottish culture has just been reduced down to this tourist attraction for Nessie. Like if you type in Loch Ness, everything that comes up is just the Loch Ness monster. You have to type in Loch Ness Lake. And even then you still get loads of pictures of Nessie anyway. Yeah, it's true. I just think it's a. I think it's a, a little bit of a. People shame still go there. Who like... goes
3: to fucking? What's it called? Camden fucking pigman territory.
2: Canuck chase.
3: Yeah. Mate,
4: we're going there. I'm fucking. Yeah, we are, are going to go there. <laughs> no, but that was very good. Thank you, Michael. I enjoyed that a lot. I love Nessie. It's also a bit of a shame that out of all of the worldwide cryptids both of you could have chosen, neither of you left the British Isles.
2: (laughs) Well, do you know what? I nearly did, but I I wanted to pick something that was genuinely close to home. I can't pretend that I've ever seen anything that makes me believe in Bigfoot, but if we go off on Canuck Chase, I will shit a brick. (laughs) Do you know what? I genuinely believe that the real goat, scariest cryptid, is a pig on its hind legs running at 40 miles an hour <laughs> That would sh- I would shit my pants if I saw that. They do that in the wilds. It's amazing to think that all you have to do is rotate an animal 90 degrees and I would absolutely shit a brick. <laughs> so it's like tongue <laughs> to wagging fair. out. That's happened to me. I was, on...
3: I was walking through a film once. Uh, field of cows Um for some did they reason... stand
2: up on their hind legs and squirt milk out of you <laughs> And did you knock one out with one punch?
1: Oh <laughs> god I've gone Oh I've god gone. <laughs> <gone>, lads <clears throat>
4: <coughs> Vinny who's the winner <laughs> Yeah that is the question who is the winner? I just love how the picture of the pig man as I'm wearing, like, a suit, but, like, only, like, the blazer, but, like, his bare, hairy chest out. Like, he's just, like, a pig's head, like, on a man's body, and he's just wearing a blazer. where did he get that blazer from in the wilderness? <laughs> right, so, okay, I have, to, <laughs> I have to pick between the pig man and Nessie. That is, Who would win in a fight? Pig man. Yeah, he runs at forty miles an hour. This <laughs> <laughs> monster's fucking massive, he would just jump him. You can just like zoom around him, cause a big tornado, and it would go off.
2: <laughs> He's got the brains of a man and the strength of a pig. <laughs> <laughs>
4: and the speed of a pig who runs on his hind legs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck's sake, Vinny, pick. Alright, do you while Vinny decides, do you want some other big news that I forgot to say at the start? I got something in the post today. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to know what it is? I'm gonna have to go and get it from downstairs. Here's the surprise that I got in the post. Dollar dollar bill, y'all.
4: There it is. It's
2: fucking official goat stickers with a special signed note from Michael. Anyway, yeah, fucking stickers turned up. Go be a patron. You get a nice shiny sticker. Slap it on your car. Slap it on your laptop to be a cool, edgy hipster from Shoreditch. Slap it on your mum and say hello from me. (laughs) Will do, mate. Anyway, Vinny, you need to make an answer.
4: I have formulated my answer. I put it in the calculator, that is my brain. Do-do-do-do. Carried the one. Do-do-do. Square it, the nine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've popped out an answer. And the answer is. Drumroll, please.
1: It's.
2: Nessie! Are you taking the piss? <laughs> Is this revenge for MF Doom? Is this what this is? You just fucking pick some garbage, messy bullshit. Nessie, not messy.
4: It is such a cliche, but it genuinely... I really didn't want to answer it because I really liked both of them. Like, I love Pigman because he's so niche and just, like, four people saw, saw him once in, like, 1993. Like, I think that's funny as fuck. <laughs> and the whole story of, like, <laughs> the military, like... Was it the military, like injecting a woman with semen, yeah, pig semen. Yeah, while she
2: was hypnotized. Don't forget the <laughs> while hypnosis. She, while she was hypnotized. <laughs> yeah. It's the weirdest <laughs> fucking
4: story. Like, who the fuck made that up? That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I love that so much. But I just... I don't know, man. Just Nessie is just... He's just like the Mike Tyson of fucking cryptids, you know? It's just like... I think what it comes down to is The Pigman is a great story written by... And it is a story, (laughs) it was written by a fucking lunatic (laughs) 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 who comes out with the weirdest shit ever and wrote a weird book
3: that I would also like to read after Michael reads.
2: We're going to link that in the description. Give Lee some money. He put some effort into that.
3: If you can't read like me, just get it on Audible. Don't worry about it. But I think
4: the whole extremely worldwide and international fame of the Loch Ness Monster... Is really what it comes down to for me. Like, what a cryptid is is like a well-known myth of a creature, yet no one seems to know it. Like, and I think that's crazy because Loch Ness Monster is ninety percent of all tourists who go to the Loch Ness probably go there just to be like, ah, this is where Loch Ness Monster is. Maybe I could see him or something. Yeah, yeah. And yet nobody sees him because he probably doesn't exist, or he does,
3: and he just swims really deep down than that, and he just eats anyone who sees him.
2: Fucking sick horror film He gets out and sprints
3: (laughs) 40 miles an hour Or maybe
4: Nessie's real but he's actually Like two foot tall and like he's Just really not that impressive (laughs) so everyone's just like I I just pretend I didn't See him (laughs) See the embarrassment
2: We should do a horror film where Nessie's real and it's just like Kids paddling at the beach And it'd just be like one of those bullshit American things where they haven't done the research and somehow There's like a sunny beach on Loch Ness and there's all kids yeah, yeah, paddling yeah, yeah. and then you just hear like <laughs> and this huge head <laughs> on a big long neck comes out of the wall and just starts chomping people.
4: <laughs> In the woods behind them, you just hear people <laughs> <with me.
2: laughs>
4: the fucking thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pigman versus Nessie. It's
2: like Godzilla where it turns out the pigman's actually good yeah. and he like takes down Godzilla uh, fucking Nessie. Nessie. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, on that note. Thanks, Vinny, for hosting. Thanks, Michael, for researching Nessie. Thanks, me, for reading the incredible work of Lee Brickley and his in-depth research on the Pigman of Cannock Chase. Link to the Pigman book down below. Link to Patreon down below. Anything else?
3: Become a patron because you will get stickers. Yeah, we
2: actually will send you stickers. You
3: will definitely get them.
2: And you get to listen to the episode ad-free. So if you were annoyed by listening to ads, go do that.
3: And Seb will send you a picture of his tits. I will do. So there we go.
2: Alright, catch on the
3: flip flop. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Benny's not gonna say it. Love you, bye.